James, you are a product designer and an engineer. Um, you have worked at Google and now work as a researcher. Uh, why did you turn to the other side of the table? Uh, so, I think that there are very interesting conversations happening about design ethics uh, within industry and, then, and very interesting conversations in academia. And one thing I saw as an opportunity was uh, to be able to bridge those worlds. And so I don't see myself as being in either. Uh, I see myself more as the bridge trying to connect these different silos that are ha of conversation. Yeah. The theme of uh, Next17 is uh, digital sucks. What do you think? Does digital suck? Uh, I guess the question would be compared to what? Uh, and the only other thing was analog. Uh, and you know, there are certain things analog technologies do better. Um, and there are certain things digital technologies do better. But I think probably what the, the, the phrase is getting at is, is the idea that um, there's been a lot of change from digital technologies in the last you know, 10, 20 years. And uh, it's happened really fast and people are struggling to keep up with, with uh, you know, how to integrate this, whether that's in their businesses or their lives. And I think my sense of what digital sucks means is, is, uh, is, that, um, is that we're not where we need to be. We're a bit behind our uh, adaptation to or mastery of digital technologies. Digital products um, fight hard for the attention of the user and uh, designs try to hook them. What's wrong with this picture? Well, I think, you know, we ought to start with some conception of what technology is for to begin with. Um, and I, to me, technology is for enhancing our capabilities, helping us do the things we want to do better than we otherwise would. And, you know, it's not always bad when technology, you know, hooks us or exploits our psychological vulnerabilities. Um, if it's on our side and, and we're aware of what's going on and it's taking us in the direction we want to go. I think what we have, though, is a system where, uh, broadly speaking, you know, the actors who are persuading us, nudging us, um, they don't have an interest, they don't have a stake in us being successful in a longer term sense. Like, the goals are very immediate, get us to click, to look, to scroll, to tap, um, not necessarily to do the things that we actually have as goals, like, you know, finish a doctoral thesis or, you know, take that trip I've been thinking about or, you know, learn how to play piano. These, these are kind of real human goals. And I think a lot of the time the system just isn't aware of them and so it can't help us toward those. But where it does, where it serves our intentions, uh, our, our goals, I think then it's, it's not so much persuasive as motivational. So. Given that uh, digital business models heavily rely on maximizing the user attention, uh, what can be done to solve this problem? It's a good question. I think it's an open question. Um, there are a lot of people uh, doing good thinking about these issues. Um, I think there are certainly things that we can do as users uh, to, uh, to be aware of the goals of the technologies we're using um, when we adopt a technology to think uh, not just what can this technology do, what are its capabilities, but what do I want it to do for me? Uh, I think that's a crucial point of reflection of, of the technology adoption. Uh, I think there are interventions at the level of companies in terms of business models, making sure that uh, business models are aligned with people's actual goals, their well-being, some social good, and not just trying to you know, exploit people or distract them toward things they don't want to do. Um, I think there's a broader cultural thing that needs to happen in terms of uh, 
coming up with better ways to talk about and think about attention. Uh, we have really good ways of thinking about it, information as a thing, right? Like a little packet you can move around. But we don't have a, a corresponding way of thinking about attention. And I think moving towards something like that, it, it would be a really useful, uh, a useful step. But there, there are a lot of things uh, from you know, cultural to technical to business to societal, regulatory uh, that can be done. Um, but I think there's a real urgency to figure this out because I think we're seeing this is the, 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 the societal effects of the attention economy now uh, bleeding into the realm of politics. Uh, and there's so many important questions facing humanity, you know, that at the end of the day, before we can fix them, we have to be able to give attention to them, to the right things. And so I think uh, we need to make sure we don't reach a point of no return where we can't actually uh, get our attention back once it's gone. You're also a co-founder of the Time Well Spent campaign, so please, can you tell us a bit more about it? Sure, so Time Well Spent is a, a community of people uh, really globally who are, um, are really passionate about and concerned about these, uh, these issues um, of, of uh, industrialized persuasion, of the attention economy, uh, of the way in which technology is trying to maximize our time spent, but not necessarily our time well spent. And so what we're, we're interested in is, is helping facilitate that transition from time spent to time well spent. Uh, and it includes a lot of interventions at all levels of the systems, uh, like I mentioned earlier. Um, but uh, you know, there's uh, it's been some great, uh, great discussion, great uh, community around this. Uh, and I think more and more people every day, is, uh, I'm really heartened, uh, see or seem to see the the the, the, the kind of the deep problem, uh, you know, uh, of our attention basically being stolen from us uh, every day. Uh, in ways that we're not even aware of a lot of the time. So, so the Time Well Spent Project aims to really bring these issues to the forefront and, and start and, and advance the cultural conversation around the attention economy and persuasion. We are now at the second day of our next conference. Um, how did you like the event so far? It's been a great event. It's um, you know, a wonderful setting, obviously, here in Hamburg. Uh, and um, yeah, I've just been impressed by the uh, the quality of the talks, the, the thoughtfulness of the, the attendees, had some great conversations, uh, very informative, very fun as well. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to the next, next, I guess. That's always good to hear. So, do you have any key takeaways uh, from the event? Well, it's not over yet, so um, you might ask me at the end, but, uh, you know, I think, you know, I think, you know, there's the old, saying, I forget from where, but, you know, may you live in interesting times. Uh, and I don't think there's any doubt that we live in interesting times, either from the point of view of technical change or uh, the challenges that we as humans face in responding to that. And I think the next conference has been a, a good kind of, kind of package view of a lot of those things. So, um, so I think it's the, the main takeaway, I guess, is there are a lot of big challenges before us when it comes to this new technological world. But uh, there are uh, a lot of good, smart people thinking about how to find solutions.